do you sometimes struggle with where your identity is anchored? For example, maybe you've tied your identity or connected it to achievements or accolades or the stages that you've been on. And what that can cause in us, my friend, as high achieving Christian women in business is an identity crisis. And over this next four episodes, we're going to be talking about my four keys to redefine hustle and how each of those keys unlocks us from overachievement. So let's get started. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. You know, when we gave our life to Jesus, when we said, yes, Lord, come into my heart, I give you my life, I surrender. We had the privilege of being made new. And that means that the way we look at things, the way we respond to things, the way we view and do business changes. It is such a profound change in us to be grafted in to the family as children of the Lord, to be co-heirs with Jesus, that we are truly made to live differently, to live differently outward to the world, to be a bearer of his light, to be reflecting Jesus in all we do, in our language, in how we show up, not just in person, but online and in our communications. And with Jesus on the inside of us through the Holy Spirit, we sound and we act differently. When I came to Christ at age 46, nine years ago this October, the very first thing that I encountered from the people who were part of my business tribe, if you will, was sort of side eye. <laughs> like, who are you? And, and what is all this talk about? I need to pray over it. Or I'm following the Lord's direction. Or what do you mean you're not going for that incentive or that title or et cetera? I miss the old you is what someone said to me. But you see, friends, we can so easily get caught up in what the world says success looks like and how we should show up and how we should be operating that we lose sight of who we actually are and whose we actually are. That statement 
you don't know who you are or whose you are, is what my mentor, whom I fondly call the Velvet Hammer in my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, said to me when I came to her banging my head against the wall because my business was stagnant and I had so little fulfillment, even though I had outward success. So on these next few episodes, I want to talk about this. If you're watching this live, it's the four keys to redefine hustle. You can go download a copy in the show notes or at erinharrigan.com slash four keys. And I want to bring this forward because we've gotten some new listeners here at Redefining Hustle. And I am so honored and thrilled to have been receiving feedback from how this podcast is touching you as a Christian woman in business. So I thought it is time for us to go back a little bit and take a look at these four keys. So let's talk about this first key of define. Define is all about understanding that there is one authority who defines you, and that is he who made you. It's about only allowing God to define you, to define your purpose, to define your processes, your strategies, your daily mode of operation and work rhythms. It's allowing God to define what success means. Now, let's be clear that for the Lord, his ultimate priority is a deep relationship with you. But if we get caught up in thinking that we have to perform for him, then who are we really as we walk in the center of his will? You know, this business that you have is a vehicle. It's a vehicle and the place where your gifts, your talents, your strengths are administered. Why? For his glory, for kingdom impact. Yes, kingdom impact can look like the clients that you're working with. Yes, it can look like the income that's coming into your account. But ultimately, our obedience to him in walking out our mission in the marketplace starts with allowing him to define us. So let's take a look at some scripture here around define and unpack what that means for us. I want to start by telling you that the four keys framework foundational verses are John 15, four and five. And the reason for that is because all nourishment comes from the vine. We can do nothing without him. And yet through his strength, nothing is impossible. So being a branch connected to the vine means we're not blocking the nourishment by trying to do things our own way, by reeling in self-reliance, by reeling in control. We've been talking about that the last few weeks by allowing him to have his way because it's what he made us to do. It's who he made us to be. So the first scripture that I want to take you to, you'll be familiar with, which is Psalm 139 verses 13 and 14. I'm going to read this in my notes to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. What I love about that last sentence is it reminds us that we should know that. It reminds us to come back to him and know that you were made the way you are and I was made the way I am and neither of us were made necessarily 
to be pursuing the same goals, to be walking out the same mission. Often I talk about this in one of the hustle with heart principles from my book, which is yield your fruit. Your fruit is your fruit, not mine. An apple tree never looks at an orange tree and thinks, gee, I wish I could make those beautiful round orange orbs that are so juicy inside. No, an apple tree makes apples. But how often are we forgetting that we are fearfully and wonderfully made? How often are we questioning, Lord, am I the right person for the job? I don't feel equipped and qualified. And how often are we allowing ourselves to anchor identity to the world's ever-changing expectations and standards? If you ever find yourself feeling like you're on shifting sand, like when business is up, you feel great, but when business is down, you don't, my question, friend, is what have you anchored your identity to? Because when we're anchored to the world's definitions, we will never be on steady ground and we will always be subject to the changing atmosphere around us. Let's look at another scripture here. Exodus 20 verses three and four. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on earth beneath the waters below. You shall not have an idol. I have shared vulnerably on this show in the past how money and recognition and accolades and achievements have been my idols. Stages have been my idols. And what does that mean to idolize it? It means that we put it on a pedestal. We give it more importance in our lives than it's truly made for. We all know that the Bible says the love of money is evil, not money itself. But how often are we putting money on that pedestal? How often do we think, well, I'm not actually a success if I haven't had that 10K month. There is nothing wrong with going for those financial goals. But what bothers me about the mantras about hitting the five and 10K and 100K and all of those things is that it seems to leave God out of the equation. Yes, you can dream for those things and you can hope for those things and you can bring those to him, but are you idolizing it so much that if it doesn't happen, you're willing to walk away from the assignment that he's given you? Only he defines you, friend. Only he has that authority and he should be the only God that we are putting our trust in. The third scripture that I want to take you to is Romans 12, 2. You're familiar with this as well. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing, perfect will. There are a lot of words out there defining success, defining entrepreneurship, defining business owner. And I do believe that if you're not treating your business like a business. It will be a hobby. There are business principles to put in place. The challenge is how often are we actually conforming to the way the world does business? You'll hear me say at the end of this episode that God made you ambitious, but he didn't make you to do business as usual. And business as usual is conforming to the world's patterns. Working with integrity working with intention and purpose and seeking our father first is what we were made to do. 
And so he's identifying us and defining for us that success is not what the world says it is. The last scripture that I want to take you to, again, very familiar, Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. There is so much sort of running around and, and I feel like frantic, chaotic searching for calling and searching for purpose. Take it to the Lord. He has already created all of that in you. The business that you're in, the ministry that you're in, the work that you're doing, those are just commissions, as my friend Kara Stott likes to say. Those are commissions that God gives you to put your defined purpose and calling into action. So God has already made you to do certain things. Now, maybe you're in a place in your business where you're thinking, Aaron, this is not a business that brings me passion. It doesn't bring me joy. But what parts of it align to your gifts and talents that perhaps you're there to impact someone that's in that organization or that's your client, or maybe you're there to learn what he needs you to know to take you to the next level. But if you're only defining yourself by a title or a position or a role, then what happens when that changes or what happens when you're in a role that you don't care for? Remember, define this first key to the four keys of redefining hustle is about only allowing God to define you, your purpose, and what success means for you. That may look different and it will look different than what others think. Let me finish this up by telling you that we cannot live by our ways and his at the same time. We belong to no other authority, including ourselves. And we no longer need to walk in the past of what we were. Living in how he defines you is knowing that you have a new nature and that you can't expect the world to understand your new nature. There are places that we have not allowed the Holy Spirit to fully fill us. There are places that we hold back from him because we think, well, that's not in my time and that's not in my plan. Friend, I want to assure you of two things. I take this quote from Philip on an episode of The Chosen. What you think you know doesn't matter now. If Jesus chose you, that's where your confidence comes from. How he defines you is where your confidence comes from. And friend, if you're feeling like I am just getting to know how to let Jesus lead me, I feel like I've lost so much time in my business. You haven't lost any time. It's just been rearranged. And you're gaining it back through Jesus because you're going to operate out of this new creation that you are. So friends, if you haven't given God full access to your business, let me share with you a prayer for my friend, Connie Russell. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to run this business. I trust your wisdom as I seek to work hard to make it secure and prosperous. May good practice be the cornerstone of everything I do. Come and reveal new openings for expansion and my development. May this business grow and flourish in your way creating opportunity and provision for all involved. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, let him have his way in defining you. 
anchor yourself to his truth. Go download that four keys tool so that you have it in front of you and you can see those scriptures. Until we're together next time, two things. Remember that God made you ambitious, but he did not make you to do business as usual. And I pray for and encourage you to tune out the world and its definitions, tune into God's truth of how he defines you, and turn up focus so that you can walk out the assignment that he's given you with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. I'll see you on the next episode. Dear High Achieving Christian Woman, listening to this podcast, as you refine or scale your established business, do you ever feel like your outward success is warring with your faith and internal peace? Is overachievement your comfort zone, but it's exhausting you and you just don't know another way to work? What's gotten you this far is not sustainable and it won't get you where God is leading you? Or does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you wish you could work with more clarity and serenity instead of frantic energy? Here's the truth. God made you ambitious, but he didn't make you to work the world's way. I'm the coach that combines biblical truth and business acumen with a personalized approach for high-achieving women like you who desire to align business strategy and goals to God's truth and break free from business as usual. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call today at erinharrigan.com slash discovery call, or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, pursuing success as a Christian woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.